You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. Welcome to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and this episode of WAG is being broadcast from my office in West Loop in downtown Chicago. And this is my first ever episode solo. Uh, I had uh, someone that uh, was going to do it, but, you know, with, you know, people's schedules and illness and whatever. So I just thought, want to get it out. Uh, Might as well try one on my own. Uh, This could be a big uh, snooze fest, but we're going to, we're going to try some new things and and see if it is and and go from there. So I hope everyone's doing well. I've got uh, my first topic here is Nashville recap. Uh, I was in Nashville recently. I think it's my, my fifth time there. Uh, fun city, kind of like Vegas, but a lot smaller. Still crazy development going on in all the years I've been there. I think I probably was first there back in 2014. Um, so they just have nonstop development. They're like a Austin-type city. Uh, there's a whole new neighborhood that I noticed that they're building. It looked like Hudson Yards uh, in NYC. It might even be the same developer as Hudson Yards, but it's a Nashville version. Uh, the police, I noticed, seem to do actual police work there, unlike here in Chicago. Um, there was also, uh, this was on full display, uh, the Saturday and Sunday I was there because we had bomb threats uh, each day near the downtown Broadway area. That was uh, odd. Um, and even the road our hotel was on was blocked off by police. So they, if you remember, they had an actual uh, bomb go off in an RV, I think, in December of 2020. I don't think any innocent people were killed, but uh, the the perpetrator might have been. And ever since then, you can tell they're just on high alert and they take these things really seriously as they should. And they seem like they did a great job uh, making sure it was safe. Um, so hats off to all the first responders there. Uh, went to Kid Rock's bar. I always wanted to go because I was. it looks so big and there's so many floors. Went in there. It reminded me of my fraternity house in college. Uh, it was a dump, you know, block construction um, yeah, whatever. Not not very exciting. In Nashville, there's also, I noticed, there, there's always party buses, there's tractors, uh, there's always these things, people that have to, like, bike these little wagons everywhere. Everybody's drunk, uh, and they're for a specific reason, like a, a bachelorette event or something. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, when I was going to different bars and we were bar hopping, I kept asking for John Daly's, um, which is an Arnold Palmer with vodka. I asked three separate times, and only one bar had an actual John Daly, uh, which was kind of a bummer. The other ones kept trying to pour me like tea flavored vodka, which is, uh, and then put lemonade in it or lemon juice, and the, they, those were just gross. When I checked in at our hotel, which is the Four Seasons, there the front desk woman said I had a nice voice for podcasting. Uh, I've never really been given that feedback by a stranger, so I immediately gave her twenty bucks, and uh, so it was it was a nice check in experience. Uh, and then uh, on our floor, one of the days there was a woman that I walked past in our elevator that had like a cape on, and she was wearing her swimsuit and she was singing, uh, and it was all. 
you know, in public, uh, I hated her so much. I still hate her. Um, so annoying. I don't know. People just do crazy things in public and uh, I just get pissed off. I also scootered my butt off uh, once again while I was there. I think I had my longest scooter ever via Lime. I think I scootered for over an hour, 15 minutes. Um, so that, that's always fun. But I bet I like going by the Capitol or just seeing new construction or going to the Gulch. Um, don't kind of, I did as far as Vanderbilt even this time. Uh, so, uh, that was fun. I like listening to music and it's just kind of relaxing. It's good to de-stress. It's not, you know, is it, is it really a great workout? Is it healthy for you? No, not at all. You're not, you're just standing there. Uh, I guess it's better than sitting, but beyond that, you know, you're not getting any, any, healthier and in any better shape. Uh, we also stopped by uh, Margaritaville uh, to pour one out for Jimmy Buffett, who had just passed. Uh, R.I.P. Sir. Uh, I think we had uh, some coconut shrimp and some of their tropical drinks. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we were drinking a good amount. I didn't drink that much. I've lately discovered that I kind of like uh, CBD gummies, or I guess one part CBD, one part THC, uh, and so those were more part of the trip. But you just don't get hung over. You know, I don't, I don't want to smoke anything because I don't want smoke in my lungs, um, and I take such a low dose. I feel like that's so much better for you, even though I, I don't condone any kind of substance abuse. But I don't know, your alcohol just it, it hurts so many parts of your body, um, like your heart. And, you know, your colon and your brain and it's just you shouldn't feel like you have to be drinking. So I really wasn't drinking so much, uh, but but, you know, kind of doing some of the uh, the the weed gummies um, since we were kind of on a mini vacation with some of our friends there. So um, so that was fun. And uh, it was it was cool to see the Nashville airport has gotten so much better. They've done a great job. I think rebuilding that whole thing to to take all the volume of people they've been getting the last five or seven years. So that was really nice. I, I give them a, a two thumbs up for that. Uh, and I'll revisit Nashville again when I do some of our food and hotel ratings later in this episode. So I had some golf trips recently. Uh, I'm not huge into golf, but I'm kind of warming up to it lately since so many of my friends play it. Um, one of my trips was in Bloomington, Indiana, where I went to college. Uh, I was with my pledge class. I've not seen a lot of these guys for a long time. Uh, they, of course, all have children. Everyone's spread out, so it's tougher. But I do think some of them can make more of an effort. That there's something that I'm, That's something I'm never guilty of myself. I nurture relationships. I put the time in. I plan things. Uh, I like a big friend network, but it takes work like anything else. Um, and again, you could argue, well, George, you don't have all these commitments other people do, so you have more time, which is, that's a valid point. But anyway, we hit Kilroy's, which is our, our staple bar in college. Um, starting to feel old going in there. Uh, the bathroom, the men's bathroom is still completely wet, just like it was when I was an undergrad floor, walls, everything just wet. You don't know if it's water, you don't know if it's urine. Uh, it's just gross. Uh, so luckily, I, I just I had to pee just a couple times, and then I got the hell out of there. It was nice, though. Of course, it's always nice to give those young bartenders some nice tips uh, since we have money now. One of my friends kept farting uh, at the bar, so naturally we started chanting, all of us, uh, farting at the bar, 
farting at the bar. And the bartender kept thinking we were saying party at the bar, party at the bar. But I made sure to correct him. Um, we kept trying to get one of our friends really drunk too. Uh, so he, his like other personality would come out. We kind of failed and got other people really drunk and then they were super hungover and even like puke the next day. But you know, it's all in good fun. It rained, uh, like crazy the night before we were to play golf. Um, so then we were told we were not allowed to take a cart at the course and that sucked. This is not a course that you want to walk. Um, it's incredibly hard. And, you know, so, so it was kind of a bummer. They did give me like a self-propelled thing that for my bag, like to pull my bag, but it actually did it. It, it moved on its own. So that I guess was fine, but then you still have to walk. Um, but it was nice. I had the only one, uh, everyone else had to carry their bags. Um, so then we, we only ended up playing nine holes. It was really wet and valid. You know, we, we were on the course and we thought, well, it's kind of ridiculous. They didn't let us take a car, but then the course was, you know, super wet. Uh, the golf team was out there. Architecturally, I think it's one of the nicest courses I've ever seen. Is it that fun to play when you're an amateur golfer? No. You know, I think it's it's reserved uh, for people like that are on the golf team or that are scratch golfers or people like my uncle or uncles or my grandfather who are really good at golf uh, because otherwise, you know, it's going to eat you up and spit you out. Um, it was also great to visit the George Thomas clubhouse, uh, that, uh, my family had named in honor of my grandfather. And we, and it was at the, of course, at the Fow course, um, there that was renovated just a couple years ago. Uh, it's still looking good. looks brand new still check it out. If you ever down in B town and you like golf. Um, and then I, I, you know, I've noticed for as much as my friends golf and they enjoy golf most of them suck honestly and and are barely better than me and i never play golf uh i f i feel like i might since i typically don't have any natural talent i'm in anything i might have a little bit of natural talent coming down from my my roots my grandfather was an amazing golf coach and amazing player uh my uncles uh were both very good at golf they, all, they both played in college my one uncle really could have uh, went pro. He's that good. And actually they, uh, I know my uncle and, uh, and my father just played like a scramble tournament with 15 teams down at that foul course, uh, just a few weeks ago and they won the whole thing. And I know that was all because of my uncle, uh, David, because he's just freaking amazing laser. I mean, he's just, he's, he's, it's so much fun to watch somebody who's so good at something and, and he has that talent in golf. So, uh, congrats to them. My dad's a pretty decent golfer too. He doesn't like to play though. He's similar to me. He'd rather be, he's doing something else or two ADD or, you know, would rather be, you know, he doesn't want to burn seven hours or six hours, five hours in the golf course. Um, I feel if I really started playing, if I joined somewhere, if I was a consistent that I, uh, would wipe the floor with people. Um, I, I don't know. That might be a little cocky, but it doesn't seem like anyone's that good. Even people that I know that are members aren't very good at courses, you know, that, that, and you know, they're pan and you know, they're going there every week. Um, on my trip down, I drove my new hybrid, uh, that I'm in love with. I did notice the final section of I-69, which is called the I-69 finish line project, it's like 40 years in the making, is moving fast. That final section going, connecting up to 465. They've done a ton of work on I-465 in anticipation of this connection. You can even see where the connection is going to be. It kind of diverts off the the old exit that used to be kind of by Binford Boulevard, and it, it moves left into this new tiny little section of road, and then it connects to the 
to the highway. Um, they've got all these, you know, huge concrete pillars and unfinished overpasses that are already crossing over into I-465. Um, and of course, I loved seeing that. That was cool. I also uh, played uh, a nice round of golf with uh, maybe six or seven of my friends at Long Beach Country Club, which is pretty much on Lake Michigan up in that new Buffalo type area. Uh, my family's up there. Uh, dad's up there a lot. And that was a lot of fun. And th these those guys were up there for uh, like a, a kid's trip. They, they All their wives were with them. They had an Airbnb. I think there were like 10 kids there, something approaching that. You know, so of course I don't get invited to that stuff, uh, but I'm okay with it because, you know, who wants to hang out with that many kids and they're not even your own kids. But it was very nice and it was a great, I think, great day. Um, I had a blast. I did, I played with my dad's clubs. I really was hitting the shit out of my gap wedge, which I don't even remember that a gap wedge is a thing. Uh, so when I buy new clubs, which is going to be soon, I am going to make sure to buy a gap wedge because I... I don't know. I just played great with it. Um, I was also driving pretty well. It, it seems like if I take less practice swings and think about it less, I play better. So if I start thinking about it and focusing, uh, it, it's going to go horribly wrong. Um, so we had a good day. Uh, we beat the other team. Um, you know, one of them was really bummed. We actually never got even our, they welched on what they were going to get us. I think they were going to get us like swag from the pro shop. Never happened. You guys, uh, you guys suck. Um, but it was like a scramble three versus three. And again, it was, it was a great day and, uh, scramble is just more fun. And the courses that long beach is such an enjoyable course. Cause it's not that hard. And you know, unless you're a pro golfer, why should it be so hard? So, um, you don't lose that many balls and it's, it's just, yeah, it's just very relaxing unlike some of these crazy hard courses like uh i think harbor shores or like that foul course are both so hard harbor shores is up in up in michigan i am going to stop drinking high noons and similar seltzers mixers and products like it because they just make me feel like crap kills my stamina just like wine does uh i'm, I'm done with them if i am going to drink anything it's going to be a vodka lemonade uh, on the course, those really slapped uh, when I was there, and uh, yeah. Anyway, so I'm I'm done with. I'm just eliminating lots and lots of alcohol from my life. I'm already not a big drinker, but I'd recommend you do the same because it, it's just as you get older, it, it there's just it's not good. It's poison. You know, you wonder why. You tra I travel the country a lot. Everywhere I go, there's new cancer centers going up. Um, there's new hospitals. And, and you wonder why everyone's getting cancer. It's not only because of the food, but it's because everyone's boozing so freaking hard. Uh, so we are going to reduce that. Kennedy Expressway updates. This is a Chicago update, highway update. If you are uh, not into highways, you can tune out now. Work continues on the inbound Kennedy Expressway coming into Chicago. This is this season of construction. Since I very I live very close to it now, I am very intrigued. Um, although even if I didn't uh, live very close, uh, I probably would still be pretty into it. To me, it seems like much of the pavement patchwork has been done on that side and will be completed soon. They're also painting what's called Hubbard's Cave, which is a continuous row of bridges and overpasses that span over the Kennedy right near downtown. It kind of creates a tunnel effect. So they're repainting all the steel under there. It's all in disrepair. It's all chipping and they're replacing all the lighting and that, you know, that's kind of been cool to watch. They paint it at night only and they close off a lane um, so they can, you know, 
I guess, move the, the workers over. You might be asking yourself, George, how do they ensure that the construction workers uh, are safe when that lane is taken away? Well, I'll tell you, they have a what's called a road zipper, which you can Google that, uh, which I'm seeing more and more of in U.S. highway work. It's a machine that pushes a movable concrete barrier uh, acting like a zipper, and it pushes it lane by lane. Um, I got to see it in action the other day, uh, and it was uh, thrilling. And I think the first time I ever saw it, and they still use it, was um, their lane control system at the uh, Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. So they can add a lane for whatever, westbound or eastbound. Um, that was a long time ago. So now it's really being used in construction and, and everywhere else. And I've seen it in Illinois and Indiana lately. So, um, yeah, my career probably should have been in building or development of highway construction because that seems to be where my interests lie. Um, yeah, they're also sandblasting graffiti off the concrete walls on the Kennedy. Uh, I noticed new graffiti has already appeared on the steel beams that they had just painted in Hubbard's Cave. Um, it, pretty much all you people in Chicago who are constantly tagging things, including the Boulevard restaurant that I live across from and Nobu that I live across from, just go fall down a well and dike. You suck and you're making the city look worse. And I, I appreciate art. Some of you might have some talent, but stop making the city look like shit. I, I don't know what your MO is, but you know it's, it's ridiculous. And the Illinois Department of Transportation, um, I say again, paint all your concrete a color like black, like they did at the I-4 Ultimate Highway Project in Orlando, downtown Orlando, and then just paint over every paint over it every time uh, it gets tagged. It's not that difficult. Um, so it, it's just, I don't know, it's just depressing. All these buildings, you know, like Nobu Hotel or Tribune Tower, I used to live by there. They've all got the paint. They just paint right over it, and it's it's over in a day after it gets tagged at night. Um, I would think IDOT would, you know, could be able to get a handle on this given they just spent a billion dollars on Chicago highways. And it just seems like a simple problem to fix. Maybe you could argue it, it happens so much. It's so hard to keep up with. But I, I don't know. I, I don't... Uh, I don't really buy that. Um, you know, they're doing a billion dollars. They just did a billion dollars. They're doing another 150 million on the Kennedy. Uh, you get create a graffiti task force team and fix that problem. That's your job. Okay, hotel reviews. Um, I do have one this week. Uh, it's from, uh, of course, I've already mentioned the Four Seasons in Nashville. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Where did you go wrong? The room service pasta was awful. I complained and got $100 back uh, on, my, on my bill for that. The pool deck menu wasn't very good. The steam room was broken. Uh, the hotel you know, itself is very Nashville-inspired, which isn't necessarily a good thing. There's nothing really architecturally significant about that building. I ordered breakfast and they messed up my salmon bagel because they pre-smeared way too much cream cheese on it. It was cold because uh, of all the cold cream cheese and it didn't taste it didn't taste toasted. I think this four seasons location flag whatever you want to call it hurts their brand overall. It, it it's just uh, night and day to the other four seasons I've stayed at, um, you know, Maui or Fort Lauderdale or Miami. Um, 
you know, it, 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 they're not on the same level. And, you know, my opinion, if you can't uh, replicate that level of service and quality at every single location you call a Four Seasons, then you shouldn't be putting a location in at all. Your brand is too important. And, you know, if you know that it's lacking, then fix it. And this Four Seasons had residences, too. So they, they offer everything just like any other Four Seasons. So I must say, if I go back, I'm going to try uh, a different hotel. Again, are you going to be, I think, bang for your buck, you're probably, you'd still like the Four Seasons if you stayed there. But, um, you know, if, if you're a, uh, used to staying at these types of hotels, it just didn't, it missed the mark. Um, and... Yeah, I, I don't know. So, so we'll, let's get into the review here. Now, I will say this. I looked at all my reviews in history. This review is our second to lowest review ever, um, which is second only to the Haven Hotel in Ireland. So, Four Seasons Nashville Service, uh, seven. Food, seven. Building setting design, uh, seven. Guest to staff ratio, 8.5. I did notice a lot of staff, and they were all friendly. And room rating uh, eight for an overall score of seven point five. So that is a a dumpy score, honestly. Uh, Kevin, if you can uh, play some dramatic music, um, that would be good because uh, the Four Seasons in Nashville has fallen from grace. And uh, if they're listening, you know, I would take my advice. Um. Okay. Where have we been eating this week? So I was at Waffle House twice uh, in Nashville. Um, it was my idea, although the second night we went to a different Waffle House, and then that Waffle House was too gross. So then we Ubered to our original nicer Waffle House. You do need to be careful at Waffle House. If they're too grimy or appear to be similar to a crack den, you probably shouldn't stay there and eat the food. And especially if you notice like food service violations. You know, I, I have worked in food service before and uh, that first one, uh, I think the cook had like AirPods in. That's a huge no-no. Um, and then he had like weird styrofoam cups right near where things were being cooked. Um, and styrofoam already creep, creeps me out. And also, if you notice somebody using gloves for everything, that is not a sign of cleanliness or safety and your food safety you know if, if they're if they've got gloves on and they're touching everything behind the counter and they're touching you know the uh, cash register and they're touching your lunch meat and they're touching the fries and they're touching the bag the fries going that's all a huge violation so um take it from me i was trained in the world of chick-fil-a food service and none of that is safe um don't just think gloves are going to protect you. They are not. They are most likely much dirtier than someone's hands that you could wash. Um, unless they're changing the gloves, like, you know, constantly. We also went to Cracker Barrel in Nashville. Uh, not my idea. I did not want to go to Cracker Barrel. I quickly left after we got our entrees and just went back to Waffle House across the street. I had, uh, I always order a waffle. I usually order the lunch or dinner menu. So the, I love their, like, sandwiches um their hash browns are good at all i don't think i got any hash browns this time uh but regular waffle usually or pecan waffle uh iced tea you know it's just uh i don't know it makes me feel warm and cuddly inside um and we don't have them here so i love going 
Also went, this is, boy, this is a shitty food week. Also went to Red Lobster in Schaumburg, Illinois. A lovely waitress. Couldn't have been, have been lovelier. I had to be out there for work. Uh, and I went there for lunch. Uh, she's been there 20 years. I had a salad, uh, which could have been better. Clam chowder was very good. Cheddar biscuits were very good. Uh, with an Arnie Palmy, 70% unsweet tea, 30%. Lemonade, and then I had Walt's shrimp, which I wasn't hungry for at that point. It's basically just deep fried shrimp with cocktail sauce. Um, but it was fun, and I, I do want to get like a top 10 list of all like the chains that we've all experienced growing up. Uh, and Red Lobster is going to be on that list for sure. I bet Cracker Barrel's on that list too. So uh, stay tuned for that. I do want to do that at some point on this uh, podcast. Uh, what else? We were also. We went to Martin's Barbecue, a joint in Nashville. Uh, outstanding. I had the chicken sandwich and broccoli salad. Um, just very good. I don't know. Highly recommend that place. They have barbecue, of course. Um, amazing sides. Uh, we can get right in. There's a bar upstairs. Um, yeah, it's just strong. I don't know. That's That was really good. We didn't experience much of the Nashville food scene because we were mostly either messed up and we couldn't have gone somewhere nice or we just didn't want to. So don't judge me. Okay. Um, let's see. Bloomington went to little Zagreb's, uh, which is my favorite there. I think it's always amazing. There was a big argument about the meatballs. One of our friends, I think, wanted to order 15, part of our cheap friend, and the other friend wanted to order 30. We ordered 30, and guess what? We ate every meatball. Uh, spicy. I think they're Bucharest meatballs. Oof, they're good. Um, salad, good. Uh, then I also got the uh, lamb. That was outstanding, although steak is very popular there. Baked potato. The ribs are good there. I did not drink at dinner because I wanted to stay up late, uh, and I would have died had I drank that early. Um, but my friends... Uh, pounded three bottles of uh, wine, and it really messed a couple of them up the next day. I know one of them at least puked like four or five times, and they just had horrible rides home. Um, because then after the wine, we, we go out to the bars, and we drink hard alcohol all night or beer, and so you're mixing and all that red wine. I don't know. I just don't drink wine anymore. I just, I just don't like it. Um, Bloomington Bagel is a uh, another famous one. Uh, or it's called Bloomington Bagel Company. Uh, I think I just got the egg and sausage sandwich. It was good. It's always good. Um, Uptown Cafe in Bloomington uh, was outstanding for breakfast on Sunday. Haven't been there much before, uh, but I strongly uh, recommend uh, if you're down there. Malibu Grill in Bloomington is just okay. It's like their you know, steakhouse their go-to steakhouse, I guess. Um, it's one of the only steakhouses in the area. It's very mediocre, in my opinion. Um, people always want to go there. If you go there and have dinner, I think you're going to be able to tell you're in southern Indiana and, and not in, in some nice metro city um, because it's, I don't know, I got pasta. It's just, it's so mediocre. And I know people that's like it, but uh, no, yeah, not very good. Uh, Upland Brewery is another B-Town classic. Uh, we hit that. Some other bars we hit were the Crazy Horse, Irish Lion, and Alley Bar. Um, Crazy Horse and Irish Lion have been there forever. Those are kind of staples. Uh, Alley Bar, I don't know, but that was that's right next door as well, uh, right on Kirkwood. Um, let's see. I went to Chipotle in Chicago. Uh, I saw a guy finishing his burrito 
uh, bowl over the trash can like an animal, uh, like shoveling the, like forking the food right into his mouth. I thought it was really embarrassing. And it, it's like, dude, you're not at home. Uh, you're gross. And I don't know. People are, ugh, yuck. Um, rooftop bar at the W Hotel in Nashville is always fun. There's always music, has good vibe, pretty good views of the city. I think it's in what they can, they call the Gulch in Nashville. Um, and then we had some amazing, uh, hot dogs uh, on uh, Broadway from just like a uh, hot dog cart. I will say this kind of uh, stage I'm in with, you know, uh, CBD gummies, they're great. And I think they're really relaxing. Uh, the THC only seems to, I don't, it's more of a high and I, I it just makes me stressed out or I have anxiety. Um, but they both make you want to eat. So it's not helping uh, the diet uh, that I'm on. And uh, I did re-engage uh, my old trainer. So he's back in the mix uh, and we are meeting um, several times a week now again. So um, I don't know, but I, I, this, this fasting thing, if I can stop eating or just eat between the hours of noon and seven or noon and eight, I have just naturally will lose weight. So I'm, I'm going to try to do that. There's still like way too much um, like restaurant food in my diet, that that's where I, it, it's going to prevent me from getting lower into the one seventies and one sixties. Um, if I had like prepared food, homemade food five nights a week, I think I could easily achieve, you know, one seventy or around that area. Because even if I work out and I do this fasting, if I'm not cutting down on all the restaurant food and oils and fat that come along with it, um, it's not going to, I'm not going to see any real effect. Um, but I do feel better lately. And, um, yeah. So anyway, it, it's been going better. I need to do more. I need to work out way, way more. And so we're, we're going to keep on that path. Okay. Songs of the week, uh, heaven on earth by Lil Tecca and Kodak black. Calling by Metro Bloomin, Swali, uh, Nav, and a boogie with that hoodie. Apparently, that is an artist. Just to save you, I give all of me. Yeah, I can hear you screaming now, calling me. It's my fault. Uh, and then Collide by Justine Sky and Tyga. also listen there's a remix version of collide on spotify that is a faster beat i've also listened to that i've got a lot of songs lately though that that i'm way into and i listen to them over and over again and you know the, 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 these next few episodes that we release are going to be very uh like hits based because i have been loving the uh pandora channel on sirius xm and they're just knocking it out of the park. So that is uh, where a lot of my, of these recommendations are coming from. And then if, if I, it's just, if, if I can, if I feel a certain way or I get put in a certain mood or I like, I, you know, um, sing to myself a little bit, I know I, just, I love that song. And that's, that's how these, these songs get put into this, um, this show. It's not just like, Oh, that's a song. It's a hit song. Let's put it. I've got to really love it. So these are the songs that I, I really love. 
Remember to listen to any of these songs that are featured today or to find any that have been played on WAG. Just search WAG songs on Spotify for the show's playlist. Every time I release an episode, that playlist is updated. And that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening to The World According to George, available anywhere you find podcasts. Um, remember to follow Chicago underscore pod on Instagram and DM me anything that's on your mind, relationship problems, restaurant picks, or you just want to visit a new hotel and review it on the pod. You want me to visit one, rather, and review it on the pod. This episode was a little bit shorter. I think, you know, first impressions are... I think we're like at 32 minutes. Had I had a co-host, it probably would have been double that time. We're really trying, since these episodes only come out every every other week, I'm trying to push these episodes into an hour, hour 15, hour 20, so you're not waiting, and then you know, you're going to get a 30-minute or 20-minute episode. I mean, that, that's just, that's not going to be exciting for you. So um, anyway, I apologize. This one's going to be a little shorter given it's just me on here um but we'll we'll see what kind of feedback this gets uh but i hope uh, everyone have has a great week and uh, i look forward to seeing you next time right here on wag subscribe to wag now and find out what george will sound off about next new episodes drop every other thursday anywhere podcasts are available